So I'm scrolling on my phone like last week, and I see where Drake comes out and gives a shout out to Bow Wow. And I had the quote, I wrote the quote down because I wanted to get this just perfect. He said, if it wasn't for you, there wouldn't be no me. And I'm going to expand that because I have this little thing about Fast and Furious 3, Tokyo Drift. And if it wasn't for Bow Wow, and of course Han, and Lucas Black, there would be no series of Fast and Furious. It would have ended the whole thing right there. Because I, I just want to say this. Now, I'm not comparing the first two Fast and Furiouses to The Godfather. I have no way doing that. But one and two of The Godfather, and one and two of you know Fast and Furious were totally different movies, and they weren't nearly the quality. But Godfather 3 ruined it. Godfather 3 kind of took some of the tarnish off the first two Godfathers. I don't even count it. But Tokyo Drift enhanced the series and kept it alive. And it doesn't get the credit it deserves among the whole series. Because look, if that movie had bombed, tanked, you wouldn't have Helen Mirren, wouldn't have been in any Fast and Furious, Academy Award winner, Charlize Theron, Jason Statham, you guys were talking about, had a building fall on him. The Rock wouldn't be in wait, this. Wait, was Helen Mirren in it? Helen was, yes. yes. yes Helen Mirren was in Fast and Furious. Was Charlize Theron was in it. But Helen Mirren, was she in the eighth one, like the most recent? She's in two of them. She's in two of them. She's in two of them, yes. She's 100%. But see, this is what I'm saying. You wouldn't have Academy Award winners in this. I would like to think. Even these guys are jumping on the cash cow. Look, I know. Where where there's going to be more actors in a Fast and the Furious movie than out. Of course. If you're a classically trained actor, you're going to be in a Fast and Furious movie. Who wouldn't want to, like, Helen Mirren wouldn't die to work with, like, Bow Wow again? And I'm sure she would love to work with Bow Wow. She never got to work with Bow Wow. But Bow Wow, I I heard, might be in another one. So you have the Royal Shakespeare Company trained. And Bow Wow. And Bow Wow. Together. That's all I'm saying. It just... You have to give credit where credit's due. Subtle Marvel connections there. Because Bow Wow, as we all remember, drove a car that was themed after the Incredible Hulk. That's true. It did. So you see it's all... It all plays back into one. It just goes to show you... It may be a coincidence or not, but you also are picking out the only one that didn't have Vin Diesel in it of all of the nine. Well, Vin Diesel was in the very end. The post-credits tease. But because, you know, he wanted to show that I can't act, I'm not going to act in this, I want to hold... Whatever the reasons was, then all of a sudden the movie's made. He can't act in general. Vin Diesel wasn't in the second one. He wasn't in the third one either, but he wasn't in the second one. Was that just that was Paul Walker? That was that only was Paul Walker. Well, that was Walker. all Paul, Paul Walker's for, movie. For as right. much as Vin oh, Diesel right. likes to make it, it's his family. Vin Diesel's first family, he thought was going to be Chronicles of Riddick money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. he was like, "I'm going all in on Riddick and forget this car movie." Little right. do we know now his entire existence is these car Based movies. On, you're yeah. right. You're right. See, that's just how little, but. Eva Mendez was in number two, though, wasn't she? I believe so. Eva yes. Mendez yeah, was in number was. two. So she was I'll trade off Eva Mendez for Vin Diesel any any time we can for acting. Fast jobs. Five was excellent. She came back in Five, Eva Mendez. Yeah, but see, nobody leaves. It's just it's a cash cow. But it was saved, and and this is for Pat Espew too, because I know Pat is probably if he's listening is a little angry. He's, right he's now. driven his car off the road. He may have. I should have put a little disclaimer in front of this, but uh, Pat, you know. This Suck is, it, Becky, because this is that's all I'm right. going to say. This is a trigger warning, right? This is this, this, is, this is, is it right now. After you know. the trigger, this is the warning. <laughs> <laughs> right? I should have. I should have. The damage has been done. I should have prefaced it by saying we can edit that in. You can go back in and add. The, We're not gonna. I'm no, not. That's, I'm not that good nope. yet. <laughs> I can't change the course. Of and this. it's just better this way. But I, I want to unpack a couple of things. First of all, sure. Dad, what are you doing on Drake's Twitter feed? No, I wasn't on Drake's Twitter feed. It was, I was he manages just, I don't even know how to get to Drake's Twitter But I was scrolling and it said, Drake gives shout out to Bow Wow. And I said, there it that, is. He's going to talk about Tokyo. This is going to make my point to everybody. It's going to just seal the deal, as we say. And he was talking about that Bow Wow inspired him during his career and now Drake is what the the man, right? He's yes. He's the Billboard. Wait, you know what's top. interesting? You were probably looking to Drake for tax advice because you know what he said about taxes, right? No, no I don't know what he said about taxes. He says he couldn't do them because he was too turned up. 
So you could use that as an excuse. Wow, and as, as being that it's tax Same season, reason I can't do You were it. probably Googling for tax advice. I was, right. Drake tax upon. advice, that's or right. looking for Drake to get your car insurance, right? Isn't that how he does it? Drake State, State Farm. Farm. State Farm. He's, He's all over the place. Which, by the way, that was an outstanding Super Bowl commercial. That was. I have to give Drake. Drake sold that. He oh, he was great at that. He had timing down perfect where he was doing, where he was in sync with the guy. Which, by the way, I think that guy's gonna be a big movie star. He looks like a movie star. The the the, the Jake, the new, oh, the new I gotta guy say, from State Farm. I gotta say, I'm very upset that they got rid of the original guy because he actually was a guy who just worked at State Farm that they got for that. So I'm very. He was in one of the commercials with the new guy, but I'm like, you know, I'm upset. I'm a. I, I've got beef with that. Well, you know what? It's like Tokyo Drift. They may bring him back. Yeah, it's a Fast and Furious. They could bring him back. It's all about family. Watch the post-credits tease for the commercial. He'll be in there. He'll be right. He'll just do a little. Well, you know, he's made his money. So what am I? What am I upset about? Yeah, Jake from State Farm. We got to give a shout out to to Jake from State Farm. So that was just my point about that. I wanted just to say that. Because Zach, you want to unpack more, or did you want to talk oh, about his? You want to talk about the story? And well, I kind of... no, there's just I mean, the the whole opening to this is just I think just me thinking about you seeing Drake comments on Bow Wow, wow, wow. is just that can't and not I had be. to stop it right and there. your brain immediately went to now I am probably the uh, with, with you you three guys and Ian Donaldson. Oh, Ian, okay, Ian, right. he's, he's all very very pro. Tokyo Drift, Drift, because for me, the series kind of became self-aware. The first two movies are really dead serious, and they're about car racing and stealing DVDs. By the third movie, they get a little fun, you're in Japan, and the greatest right. character in Fast and the Furious ever comes in. Guys, we can all say at the same time, Han. Han. Of course. Han is the greatest Han character. Han is the man. <laughs> I li- before you go for I like how you were saying Han, but then Lucas Black. You use one character right, movie had to. name. I didn't think you'd know Sean Boswell. It was his character in, in Fast and Furious Three. So I can't believe that. I'll give I'll give anybody name. ten bucks if they can tell me what Bow Wow's name was in the in the show. It wasn't. Wasn't Bow-Wow? it just Bow? Right. It was not, not Bow Wow. Oh shit! Ladies and gentlemen, it was called Twinkie. His Twinkie. name was Twinkie. <laughs> so there you go. How, how could a badass like Bow Wow be Twinkie in this? But it's just, I'm just saying. It's a little John thing. You don't, you know, it's not. Right. You know, I hope he in had. the next one he drives a Twinkie truck then. That would be great. He might soup up a Twinkie truck. Absolutely. With the way Marvel's blown up now, they couldn't use the whole car. They couldn't afford it. (laughs) (laughs) Even though the last movie made a billion dollars. Still not the last The last Fast and the Furious movie. Made a billion dollars. You see? This is what I'm talking about. <laughs> you see? And it all goes and, back. And the wheels have fallen off that oh, series. Well, you're but... not having quality. I mean, look, you lost Gail Godot, too. Now she's Wonder Woman. So that's another thing that, you know, hurt the franchise, I think. But, you know. Mm, that's a well, big one. That's true. That's well, Han is coming back really in nine. Han's coming back. Anything is indicative to that series. Nobody actually dies. Yeah. So, Gal Gadot, now that she's done her Wonder Woman, I wonder if she'll return <laughs> to the block. Make one mega movie where the Hulk is in it, Wonder Woman <laughs> is in it. Combine the we cinema, just have the Marvel with DC, Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious. <laughs> oh, my God. That'll save the movie. Because yeah, you've got I The Rock. The, the Rock could be anything. Vin Diesel's Groot comes in. Let's be honest, though. This is not a real franchise until Samuel L. Jackson's in it. Let's be totally that surprised. Well, not Samuel L. Jackson. Let's be totally clear about it. Because if you're a real deal, big movie franchise, you're not real until, in my opinion, Samuel L. Jackson's in it. He's in Star Wars. He's in uh, obviously the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I mean, he's in every movie. He's in every movie. He's he is almost in the like Shaft series. Yes, yeah. Melissa. He has like over two hundred like acting like movie credits or something, which is like insane for for like Hollywood. On his IMDb page, he's in everything, and I just never realized about how much he's actually in. He's Snakes in the on third, a plane. The yeah. third Die Hard, right? He was yeah. on Die he's Hard. In, so that's, oh, yeah. that's the thing. If you're a real, so you think of the greatest franchises ever in movies. To me, you don't get into that category now without having Samuel L. Jackson in it because... So, to me, it's also a no-brainer. You, how has Samuel L. Jackson not been in a Fast and Furious... How, how they haven't reached out to him He's played a car, and you just haven't known it. Right. I, did, I can't... Yeah, you're right, because He's been every in every time one. you... Samuel L. Jackson is in so many... It is amazing how many things when you... 
like you just turn on the TV such a and he's in, like too. I didn't know he was in that movie. And he's I, not in like the you know that if you pay Bruce Willis a million dollars, he will be in any movie. He's right. like he doesn't do movies like like he's Samuel L. Jackson's in legitimate oh, yeah, movies. Absolutely. He's in like the big marquee thing. So he's getting And he could play comedy, drama. You know, he, he's not like you know, oh well Samuel L. Jackson's only the heavy or he's only, you know, the comic he can do anything in it. He's re- he's really, I mean, when you think of it, well, you can't be around that long and make that many movies and not be good. He knows what he's doing. He does. He's he's unbelievable. He so really that's is. That's all I'm saying. I mean, if they really want this. No, you're absolutely right. How he hasn't been in one of the Fast yeah. and Furious movies is, is or how crazy. People, I'm sure people have thought about that. They're, they're, that ha- those, those conversations are happening. Yeah, maybe he's just been busy doing other he things. He might have been, or, but there's no way that you, you know... Yeah, you can't I'm sorry, have. I didn't mean to. No, no, no that's no. fine. That's between, what this is about. Yeah, between <laughs> Marvel and everything, he probably hasn't had time in the past. But now you're right because he even does what the Capital One card commercial. I mean, the guy does everything. He's in commercials. He's and it, nothing hurts him. Like some guys say, well, you can't do TV, or you can't do movies, you can't no, do commercials. The guy's all over the place, and he's unbelievable. And he's funny and everything. And, he, and those Capital Ones are like, I never kid about hot cheese. What he's talking about the fondue yeah, thing. I, I mean, the guy's he's brilliant. I love Samuel L. Jackson. I love him. But speaking, How he doesn't have an Oscar is insane, but that's not. Well, you know what? We'll that's yeah. We'll get into, that later. We'll get into the, those type of things later. Why? Who gets? But, you know, I'm glad you brought that up, though, because the Academy Awards, the whole thing, I'm, I'm getting off track. Do we, uh, we've talked about this in past ones. Do people care about that, though? No. I mean, is it more no. just for the, especially this year with everything that's been done with the pandemic and movies on TV and, you, you know, you get see them on yeah. Netflix. Or All the stars released. in their pajamas thinking they still need to get awards. Or the Golden Globes was just on. Like, <laughs> Do the award shows really mean that much to to the average person or it's just an industry? They used thing? to, but now it's... now. It's, I, I understand when they came out why they were a big deal, but now it's just, you know, it's Hollywood uh, patting itself on the back. As the guy who loves... like I think we did this last year. Right, we have talked about it. Yeah, 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 like how like I like them for the spectacle. This the, it kind of took all the spectacle out of it, so it's right. not it's not you're not having that fun, and like yeah, there, there's probably stuff that deserves awards and everything like that. It right. just doesn't feel like an, with everything going on, it, it's not like it's an escape for me because I don't want to see celebrities at home. Right. I don't want right. to see people zoomed in. I have to do that every day. Right. So like that's not what was really awkward was it the Golden Globes or whatever the Emmys when they would have somebody in a hazmat suit at your door with the award and then if you didn't win <laughs> right. they waved at you and walked away and it was like just don't just don't you know who won beforehand right. just don't go to the door right yeah like yeah. and then it gets kind of political because certain people get you know have have not gotten awards that were been nominated for things and it becomes a political thing. Oh, you and mean you, like like the campaigns that the they campaigns, actually go on right, to get their Oscars. To get their yeah, Oscars. Right, right. I mean, it should yeah. just be judged on the... Like, to me, you do the work, it's out there, and then it's just, I either like the thing you've well, done or I like didn't a, like what you've done. It was a storyline for years about Leo getting his, like, sympathy Oscar because there's so many movies that he people thought he yeah. should have yeah. won right. exactly what so it was. So then he wins it for a movie that he really maybe shouldn't have won it for, but that's why it gets so political. Yeah, like and that. like, that's why he made it. And that's that the thing. Like, what's the rush of getting... It, it doesn't diminish you if you don't have, uh, like, an Academy Award. like no. to, to, Or, or any award. Like, like, it's even in sports. I was an MVP. Right. Or I would like who ca- like LeBron yeah, doesn't need an MVP in my opinion no. to be told he's the greatest basketball player and every year when he's on his team he's the best basketball player in mm-hmm. in the world. Mm-hmm. But he could get it every year. He could get it every year. Because he's but it's also he's not doing different things every year like like actors have to do like I'm in one movie a uh, period piece about, you know, uh the king and queen of England or whatever and another yeah, guy's oh, doing that's a magnet. King and Queen movies, right? But or I'm playing someone who is like uh, you know uh, uh, a killer or whatever, Mm -hmm. and you know it really. It's hard to say what movie and how good you want a performance because could that person that was in one movie still have done another movie? You know that same. It's it's, ridiculous. It really is because it's like how can you say someone did a better? Excuse me. 
How can you say someone did a bet? To me, I, that's the, the random nature. Yeah. It's just a formula. It's it. And yeah. if you follow the formula, you get it. And if you don't, then you don't. It doesn't mean anything about your skills or your talent. It's a formula. They have no. it, and, and we all know it. Like, you watch it, movie, you know them. Sometimes yeah. a movie can break the formula when, like, The Martian, or didn't Matt Damon win for Best Comedy for The Martian? Well, that's that's the Golden <laughs> Globes. The Golden, Golden Globes, 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 right. Right. The Martian is to be a hilarious yeah. movie. But it's right? like, even and if something political is going on, you know, they got to follow the times and try to amp it up. But it's all it's all formula. And That's you, all it you is. You figure, like, the voters for this are... The people who get the, the videos and the screeners right. are, you know, Hollywood people. Yeah. So, right. they, they, you know, they're they're watching what they're watching. And That's why La La, La all, Land won. Yeah, we all kind of revert oh to what we God, like. I know. So, Make a movie about Hollywood and you'll be... Yeah, you'll, give it, you'll, right. be, you'll be not... And so it's like... You understand from some perspective why some people are so shut off from the quote-unquote elites because it's a night where you just award each other. If you make a movie about Hollywood, it always, if it's halfway decent, I've never seen La La Land. I'm sure it was a good movie. That's fine. I wanted to like it and didn't. I I like the ending. That's about it. I'm done with movies about movies and movie stars. You know, the movie with Brad Pitt and and, and Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, it's like, you make that movie, that movie's always going to get nominated because the people, like Zach said, it's a very insular community. That's who it's for. each other. Right. And to to Dad's point that LeBron James could be the the MVP every year, you give the best actor in my opinion every year to Denzel Washington for whatever movie, right? Because he's in my opinion he's the best actor. So it's you know what I'm saying, like. And going back to Once Upon a Time, that was the last movie I saw before the the pandemic and everything. And that sorry for you. Twenty minutes into the movie, I was like, I got to get out of here. And it was like, first of all, it went on forever. Mm -hmm. Now I like Brad Pitt, I do. Listen, doesn't right? You're not a Brad Pitt fan. Right? I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, that's fine. I like him in like, fo- like in certain roles, like in Fight Club, he was amazing. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he's like a great actor the way everyone like he's Brad Pitt. You're gonna have Brad Pitt in a movie. I don't think he's the greatest actor. Like in he the was world. good in The River Runs Through It. I like Brad Pitt in that. I mean, I like. I don't dislike Brad Pitt because he's he seems like a you know just a likable character but when he's in the movies he's still Brad Pitt and this all to me was just like this is Brad Pitt playing somebody else he didn't morph into a different character he's just like hey uh, he looked good he's in good shape you know shirt off the whole thing buff looking dude and whatever but I'm like the movie just it was just went on and it was stupid it was just this really foolish movie and it was like Oh, you know, Tarantino did it, and and Leonardo DiCaprio's in it, so it's got to be good. But it doesn't. I mean, you can rip these guys. You know, they can make bombs too. You yeah. know what I mean? You don't. You don't have to. But be... it was critically. But see, like it was critically given all these plaudits because it's Hollywood kissing right. Hollywood's ass. Because right? yeah, you're getting two yeah. people that are really well liked. Well, th- actually, three. You got Tarantino. Everybody likes Tarantino. Right, right, you know, right. he's like. Uh, you know the 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 guy right now. So you got Tarantino, you got Brad Pitt, you got DiCaprio. So it's how can we rip the movie? Because we also want to get these guys on our TV right. shows to promote it or our podcast and to promote it. And right, and that's just it. Just tell it like it is. You can make bad movies and still be a good actor. I mean, right. these things it happens in life. You know, you yeah. you know, because making a movie called Once Upon a Time in Hollywood <laughs> and then like making your typical Tarantino alt history so you're gonna yeah, have right. Sharon Tate not die which is don't spoiler yeah I mean <laughs> just spoiler yeah. whoa but, <laughs> and one of the biggest things which I'm sure you were gonna bring up dad at any moment is also no no world that you're making would Bruce Lee get beat up by Brad Pitt as character ever there's ever. no and they also even his estate sued because it just made Brad uh, not mm-hmm. Brad Pitt Bruce Lee look like a dick who was always looking for a fight which that was never him Right. And it's just like it's just Tarantino being like, look at how great you know my Hollywood vision is yeah. of what the perfect world is. On like the friendship between Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio, like I thought that was like really good. Like, and if that was the focus of the movie, I would have liked it a lot more. But yeah, I get what you like. It really, like, I, I liked, don't get the alt history I stuff. One scene. Like, drop right. that. I only liked just one scene it. in the whole movie, and I re- it was the scene when Leo was trying to do his lines and he couldn't get it and all that. And it's just like that was kind of interesting mm-hmm. to me seeing somebody like a, a good actor at the time kind of failing now trying to get his scenes. Where I was like, all right, for like two minutes, I enjoyed the movie, but right. then it just went. They on. just spent so well, much time on like certain scenes that it's like, okay, you could have cut this so much earlier. Like this movie is so long. 
This movie is so long and nothing happens. Thirty minutes for of Brad Pitt a long fixing time. his TV antenna yeah, that led to like, nothing. We can cut this. <laughs> but that's that's like basically every Tarantino movie now is mm-hmm. you could edit it. Yeah. yeah. And you could I, cut the feet out. We get it. You like feet. Well it's like Martin Scorsese. Well you could cut half oh, an hour out of a Scorsese film and oh, it's still oh. I'm sorry. Yeah, don't tell Scorsese be that. Be well I haven't well, seen the Irishman. And I, I kind of don't, don't want, want to. to. Yeah, I, I've I, heard horrible things about I, it. I've wa- the Irishman, to me, wasn't like a, a, a movie. It was more like you could have done it as a, a TV right. series. Yeah, yeah. It could have been an episodic okay. show, like four episodes or whatever. Yeah. And then they did the... Um, digital DA The digital of, of Ugh, De Niro and no. all this stuff. Why? And I'm like, what are you... And it really wasn't like... You know, just because you put like De Niro and Pacino in a movie doesn't mean that that movie too is going to be unless they go the Fast and Furious or whatever. <laughs> but you know, you, well, you know what? I, you know what gets me too. I'm sorry. If you're no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I Absolutely. No. Nope, go right ahead. Go ahead. I one thing to your point too, right? And this bigger thing about how Hollywood awards itself. Scorsese was ripping movies like marvel and fast and furious for being dumb what he calls content because it's always the same thing and what does he come at you with right another mobster movie movie with de niro as de niro and pacino and that's been his whole career absolutely and who's who's the one doing and joe pesci yeah that's high art because scorsese is doing exactly well yeah he was like hey do you guys remember goodfellas well here's the same cast in a different version just irish mobsters right but we're going to use the technique from the Marvel movies that I've done to make these actors look younger even though De Niro made his bones playing a younger version of uh, of, um, Marlon Brando which I miss I miss other actors playing younger versions of other actors absolutely if you look at I mean not even too long ago Game of Thrones when that show was good there was the kid who played the young Ned Stark in that flashback you look at that guy and like that was Fantastic cast. That guy looked exactly like him. And now he's an actor in his own right. I hate this digital de-aging. I know. Yeah, because if it was made so, now, ugh. Sean Bean would have played <laughs> yeah, himself. Yeah, they would have put his young his face. And, yeah. But is that like a trend? Or is that just kind of that movie? Or You know what I mean? Like, well, it's becoming that's... more and more popular now, I would say. like Because it was in The Irishman. It's in all the Marvel movies now. Because Samuel L. Jackson, Phil Coulson, I don't remember his actors. Now. Clark Gregg, he played the movie Captain Marvel where he's in the 90s. They de-aged him. So I know that's... <laughs> I guess ridiculous. Keeping it, Give actors a chance. Yeah, I know it's keeping in the Marvel family, but a lot more movies now because it's becoming more yeah. available. Just case in point, I just watched. Now. Yeah, I, I just watched. Now I'll tell you to avoid this movie because I know Michael, you don't like the first one, but but I, I watched and I had to stop it. The new Coming to America. Mm-hmm. I love the first Coming to America. I watched the new one, and they used the digital de aging in that, mm-hmm. and it's like really well done. But you're like, wow, they use this technology for the coming to America mm-hmm. sequel. I got and, really upset because they used it in the It films, the new ones that came mm-hmm. out. And it really, like, because they had the kids for the first one, right? And they knew what they were going to do for the second one. Take the kids that you have there, film them then for the second one. Don't film the second one with that and be like, oh, no, they've grown and went through puberty. What are we going to do? Let's, uh, you know, it took me so out of film. I was like, you had them for the first one. You could have filmed these scenes then. And that's, that's what they do with Lord of the Rings. Right? And it would have been not fine. To pick as on soon it. as I saw it, I was like, I'm... Um, no, no, I'm done. Not to pick on it, too, but that was, even though it was annoying, that I thought was the only good use of CGI in that movie, because every time they tried to have Pennywise in that oh, movie yeah. and do his, like, oh, when they're at the dinner, when they all meet together and stuff for the first time, the CGI in that movie completely Horrible. took me out of the horror of that whole yeah. movie. You should have just kept with the first, because the, the actual actor can really do Pennywise's face and his eye movements and stuff without CGI. No, he was a great cast. You should have focused on him for the scares and not, like, oh, now he's going to make a CGI demon over here, which it's, like... Just it's, go watch the miniseries, the original one. It's way better. Whoa! Wow! You know, I was. You were talking about that guy that played Ned Stark, and he was in uh, the show that's that's out on Netflix, Behind Her Eyes. Yeah, just yeah. And I didn't remember him from being in Game of Thrones, and I'm watching it and going, "Man, he looks like Sean Bean." And then Liz goes, "That's the guy who played." So I'm like, "Holy cow! I can't believe it!" But I'll tell you that Eve oh, Usen, the guy that played Sean Bean's son. Yeah, or, no, 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 played, played young, young Sean Bean. Wow. I'm sorry. 
But I'll tell you this, you know, Bono's daughter, Eve Eusen, yeah. she's in this, that movie I just, a yeah. show I just mentioned, and she's also in Luminaries. She's a good actress, this girl. She really she is. She really yeah, is daughter. good. Yeah, Bono's daughter. Bono's really daughter. She's in two things. Luminaries on, I think it's on Stars, and Behind Her Eyes, which is really a good, good show. It was like a... Like it's seven. out there, but good, yeah. It's, it is out there, but she's really good in, you know... In, this is the pro-Irish propaganda part yeah. of the show. Right, right. Second, but, yeah, this is for mom. And this is going on something different. Like, I wasn't planning on this, but, you know, it's like, if you have a talented parent that's really good at something, how difficult it must be to even, to get into, like, the same field as that parent or just to get into the movies or whatever. It's It's got to be, like... You're it's either, it's either going to help you or it's going to really hurt well, you because you're going to be because you get in the door and you get the experience, right. right? I think it, I think it probably it definitely helps in the entertainment industry, right? Because it at least gets your foot in the door. Right. Where it hurts is the like the sports industry because often right. there's the, there's the great Melissa. You you talked about it with like Denzel's son. He's a phenomenal actor and his son is a phenomenal actor. Mm -hmm. But in like sports, like Michael Jordan's kid is not right. like you know right. Wayne Gretzky's you're either, brother scored like four goals in the NHL. You're total. either going to be really good <laughs> or you know living on your town or you're going to be really like always compared to like if you're like. Like Tiger yeah, Woods, is feel kid, bad. let's say Tiger Woods' kids go into golf. Is he not going to get judged like if he doesn't win every tournament or come close to what his father did? But he could still be a great golfer. We don't know. He's still young. But you're always going to look and say, wow, you're good, but you're not. Or in acting, like there's Henry Fonda, and then there's Jane Fonda, who's won Academy Awards and done great things. But then there's Peter Fonda, who didn't have that career. You know what I mean? Yeah. So is Well... Stephen actually started our, our day off today with a, a, a tweet or a little video from an actor's son, uh, Tom Hanks. Now, Tom Hanks has oh, two sons. Right. Yeah, He's right. got Colin Hanks, who's basically <laughs> the, the clone. Colin Hanks is almost the poor man's Tom Hanks. If, right. you, if you want a yes. younger Tom Hanks, you put... 100%. You put Colin Hanks. Nobody wants to be associated with Chet Hanks. Yeah. The... the Failed weird rapper son. My theory. Of Tom Hanks. My Tom. theory is in the universe we have to have that balance. There's a Tom Hanks. You have to have the Chet the, Hanks. The Chet it's Hanks. It's got the yin and the yang. Scale. You need it. <laughs> so so Tom Hanks's storied career is not helping Chet Hanks's no rap. Well, I'm sure it drives engagement Chet. on his TikToks. I'm sure <laughs> being Tom Hanks's son helps Chet Hanks have a platform so more people will pay attention to the outrageous things that he does like and <laughs> I'm not condoning this but he does a horrific Jamaican accent that he just pulls out and he just does all the time in random videos and again maybe that me mentioning this will drive engagement on his Wait, he, he's a rapper? He I tried to be. He tried to be for a he's while. He's trying to deem yeah. this white boy summer? Wasn't that he, it? Yes. He, 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 I... Which in the wake I don't of want last to summer, show in trouble because but I do no, want to I do want to take his... pains that he did. This is a direct quote. He <sighs> said this summer would quote be a white boy summer, but not a Donald Trump white boy summer like a Chet Hanks and that he names another friend. So I don't I don't know. He also names Jay Carlo, which I just think is funny because he's not a good rapper in my opinion, but he's also a white rapper from Alabama. Oh, and Lord. so, of course, he would be like, yeah, me and this Alabama rapper are going to make a white oh. boy summer. Now, Rita Wilson, wow. she, she, she sings also, though. She's, she's a singer, and she does, I know she does, like, the torch so songs. Of the white, well, I'm just saying, like, would they ever work the together, Hanks Chet Cinematic Hanks and Universe. Rita Wilson work together? Maybe maybe do a, a collaboration. You know what, though, guys? We really shouldn't be trashing Chet Hanks because he's probably the only Hanks we could actually get on this show. Well, so maybe. We, don't, we don't need that lightning rod of controversy. <laughs> yeah, show. Really, yeah, yeah. I don't want a white boy summer, and I don't want I, I, I just don't, I don't even want to know what that is. Yeah, yeah want, what is a white boy? I don't, yes, I yeah, don't yeah. know what that means. You got yeah, that our, SPF 100 on? Yeah, Our baby. first guest, yeah. we have to get somebody very, you know, milk we could, straight no, down the road. We could probably get Rita Wilson as a musical artist we on the show. could get her in there. Is, is Tom Rita Hanks Wilson, loves his wife. Is Rita Wilson the mother of 
No. I don't Colin think the mother Hanks. of Colin no. or Chet Hanks. I think I she is know. a Chet, but Colin's from his yeah, first so marriage. Know who's yeah. Well, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Maybe we don't yeah. That's the only thing that makes sense. It's a lot more no, of a Rita like, Wilson in there. I'm just saying, you got Chet, you got Rita, they do a duet, they work together, they start going on the road. You I know, they're islands in the stream. <laughs> yeah, exactly. With the Jamaican man, you know, touch to it. You got that feel. I can't picture it. Oh. Chet and Tom Hanks actually having a conversation. Like the two, I can't see how they've ever talked That's to each like other. That's like the definition of a father. How old is Chet? I mean, is he he's in his like late twenties? Yeah, yeah, he's he's probably in his thirties. So he's living off dad's oh, like yeah. name. Well, no, is I that... mean he's famous in his own right. I mean, he's <laughs> no, I mean, but <laughs> that doesn't make an accent. Famous, but would he be? But would he be like like? Let's say there was no Tom Hanks involvement in Chet, and he's just that. Would this guy be even? He'd be just a failed... He'd be famous in the sense that maybe one of his tweets would catch on in the sense that, like... He'd be one of those Yeah, like, right, like, yeah. He'd be trending. He'd be me too Yes. Yeah, like or, or, or he'd be, a he'd sound be famous cloud on, on an iPhone video where he said something awful and then yeah, got punched in the face. Like, that would be... He'd make the late night circuit, like, in the sense... Which he really should be. Reason. He should be, but because his father is like Tom Hanks, he's not. Like for the things he's done, he should be outed and like, which should be so like, he gets no, a pass. Basically, we're saying yeah. Because yeah. Of, it's I mean, the yin yang. To his defense, is he like a bad guy, or is he just like he's I mean, pretty I don't, bad? I don't, I don't know any. He's pretty know. racially insensitive, I would yeah, say. I, the whole Jamaican accent thing that he does consistently, I would yeah. say. You know, I mean, we'll do our research on Chet Hanks and come yeah, back. Yeah, we'll, we'll do we'll, we'll making a running segment. Yeah, we'll do our. We'll sprinkle some allegedly's about this stuff. Right, we'll let you. We don't want to, at this point, we don't want to condemn. The one thing I can <laughs> or condone this man. Or condone, exactly. One thing I can confirm is he does a horrible Jamaican accent. But we can always do, well, funny. we can always it do the weekly it, chat, you know, check We up. can do it, but. We can. We can have we news can reports on him. Join he, us for our weekly 15 minute <laughs> podcast, Chet Chat. He does a bad Jamaican and his father, Tom, does a terrible boss. Oh, yes. How dare you? Yes. So we can go Cal with that. Henry. We have to bring that Cal up. How dare you Henry. rank him over the Colts? <laughs> Listen, please. It has to be. For, with, I sound isolated. Justin, listen, please do the, what you just said. Cal Hanratty. That's... <laughs> I'm Cal Hanratty. That's uh, his Boston well, accent right there. How dare you, Boston? Cal Captain the cat. He can't. He can't do That's that. That's Boston. He's Boston. Captain Phillips. We are being oh, boarded by armed pirates. Ah, there you go. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah, it's, it's not great. It's really bad. That's so spot that on. I lived runs, in Boston, and that's spot on. That runs in the family. Bad so, accents. So culturally inappropriate accents <laughs> run in the family. Yeah. Okay. I cannot do a Boston accent either, though. That's a very. It is tough. You got to get it just right. My thing is, you're also don't... not being paid. Tom it's trash. No. no. Yeah, if you're an actor to, to do it, just like if you're not going to get a Boston person you know, with a person with a Boston accent to do it, just. You, you, people know you're Tom Hanks. It's play yours. I voice. imagine he woke up like five minutes before and was like, "Oh, I've got to try to put on a Boston accent." And just sat in front of the mirror like Carl Hanray. Carl, Carl Hanray. Yep, that's it. How dare you? <laughs> but we Wait, still love Tom Hanks. You don't want to catch me? Goddamn right we do. Does he do? Is he in Catch Me If You Can? Yeah, he do, yeah, he's that's doing what, that's yeah. Right. Carl Hanray. No, because I didn't know there's a ton of things that Mike. does a bad Boston accent. In. Mike. Right. That's one of his specialties. I, that's bad. I don't even know his name. That's okay, because it was such a bad accent that we couldn't even get we, past it. We that. have gone in just this episode from Drake to circle. Chet Hanks. We are now a rap we podcast. Are. <laughs> well, they hang out in the same social circles, so, you know, they got to be. They're always hanging. Chet Hanks is going to be in the new Fast and Furious movie, you know. He's doing the he's doing the car noises in the movie. He's gonna do him in Jamaican too. It is a Jamaican accent. Car yeah. noises Jamaican style. Then in the fifth one they go to Jamaica. So he was probably there. So right he was an extra, Brazil. right? In the background. To me, that's the greatest car chasing movie history. That where is, they're, where they're they're pulling by. I think there's Bullet with Steve McQueen, yeah, and so. that one, <laughs> those two, I think are oh, iconic. No, not the Steve McQueen, The Great Escape. Not when he just gets on a motorcycle, motorcycle for no reason and just don't get me started. Just with you know, well, yeah, we can go into historical the historical there. accuracy alone. Yes, yeah, exactly. don't don't get me all up in a <laughs> don't get your don't get my a, dander up. Don't get your panties in a bunch over that. <laughs> 
Well, I, I wanted to go to this. It, it was William Shatner's 90th birthday this past week. And <laughs> oh, Zach yeah, tweeted that out there. He still has time to be in Fast and Furious. But he, he, he still could be. He's now, actually in a movie centering on a car. Uh, like he gets his car taken away because he races some kid. It's him and Christopher Lloyd and directs to. <laughs> oh my god! DVD. How many times have you listened to his audio book? Do you think like is that like oh that god. wake you up? Is that your wake up in the morning? It's not my wake up. It's been a little while since I've listened to it, but up until now, the William Shatner autobiography, which now that's over ten years old. I'm that, surprised he hasn't come so out. So you with should it. do and up until now. And up until now, like maybe yeah. just like. Wife found in swimming pool. Hey, he covers that. He covers. Did he cover that in the? He addresses that head on. What did he say? There was some tomfoolery about his wife. They they maybe think if uh, if if he killed his wife, but 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 he he didn't. She she had her own (laughs) issues and decided to. Drink and swim, and that's never a good idea. Never good Zach to drink is and a shot as a turn. Well, so leave. Yeah, he yeah, not, right. So he cannot admit faults. Or, yeah. But he has played two iconic TV characters. I mean, to say the least, but yeah, two. He's two. played Captain Kirk. Yes. And he's also played T.J. Hooker. Which, oh, my goodness. I was going to say, what's the second? <laughs> T.J. Hooker. Jefferson, Jefferson Hooker. Hooker. Wasn't it Sergeant? <laughs> Sergeant. Sergeant he, well, he was a detective well, and gave that up to go back to work on the streets. Which also shows a baseline non-understanding of the police because you can be a sergeant and a detective. You can be a detective <laughs> sergeant. But he decided to leave his much better paying pension job right. to get back on the streets because that's where you make the difference. That's where you Not make as a detective. The people <laughs> right. who investigate and solve crimes. Listen, he wasn't in it for the politics, all right? He was in it for the people. He didn't like the brass. But I, I want to just bring a little sports thing into this too, though. Okay. If we here. were to have well, Captain Kirk athletic. And T.J. Hooker in a steel cage. We bring the cage down. No, we can't have tricorders. We can't have police baton. Just the two men fighting it out. Going, Who's walking out of that cage? Or who's climbing over the top? This is going to be bold because, I mean, this this is my... Well, you're boldly going. I'm I'm boldly going going here. Uh, Captain Kirk doesn't stand a chance. And the reason why Captain Kirk doesn't stand a chance is because Shatner's fingerprints weren't... All over Captain Kirk. There was writers that true. wrote Captain Kirk. Very if you true. go back and you watch the show, Captain Kirk's a pretty measured guy. Right. I don't know what was happening with the writing on T.J. Hooker. It was the 80s. But it, it's the 80s, yeah. yeah. But it's like, air. if Shatner's, like, if every bad story you heard about Shatner and believed, like, his ego, that is who T.J. Hooker is. Exactly. The man is instantly an expert at everything. But he knows how to do everything. He knows how to solve every problem. He solved racial issues all around <laughs> LA in the, right. in the 80s. Exactly. There hasn't You're been right. an issue since then. He, we need to get him on Chet Hanks. Yeah, he, he there's so Captain Kirk doesn't stand a chance next to TJ Hooker because now, it's just Shatner's ego that is Captain Kirk. I only remember like one scene, but he does fight aliens and so you think he could not take another human? There's, Captain Hurt? There is no alien bigger than Shatner's own ego. ego. Yeah, and, that's and, true. And, and TJ Hooker He's is a rocket just man after the all. physical manifestation of William Shatner's ego. Right. There's no, and no, his no. hair. And his, yeah. <laughs> man had some serious tubes back in the uh, back in the day. But I, I agree with you. I think TJ Hooker would win that there's hands no, down. There's no, really it's not even and if you've never good. watched TJ Hooker's episodes, I'm telling you. You're not alone. Just for the chase scene alone. You're not alone, alone probably. Yes. You're Every episode's like wire. a chase scene. If you're a fan <laughs> the of wires. The Shield, a good, really <laughs> smart, intense. You could argue that TV dramas really, in their modern era, started with T.J. Hooker. And this is something that what? Shatner basically says. <laughs> is that says, a real argument? <laughs> no, it's not a real argument. <laughs> no, no, I mean, no. That is tongue-in-cheek so, right there. Okay. That is tongue-in-cheek right there. There's college I, professors I just, who have written I might have that out. just needed for clarity. Yes, but, no, that, is, that is tongue-in-cheek, my friend. But oh, I want, the, and this is why I want this in, if you listen till up until now, Shatner will have you believe <laughs> yes. that okay. real hard-hitting TV... Oh, it's true. Started. Oh, he believes that? Oh, he does believe Oh, I didn't see that. So like, I apologize because what you did was until no. I wasn't in. I, did, I didn't know. I'm the if dummy. If you knew, like, the ego that, that Shatner has, he just took that and morphed it into T.J. Hooker to make him be this 
unbelievable character. <laughs> so he really thinks, from interviews that I've, I've seen with him, he just, he's ego-driven. He's totally, it's all, I can do no wrong. I am, if I'm, whatever, he can play any part. He could have been, like, you know, we talked about The Godfather. He could have been Brando in The Godfather in his eyes. In his he could eyes, have been yeah. Right. He I could have been that. Sonny Corleone. He could have been... <laughs> A he could have been a contender. <laughs> exactly. That's Shatner. But the the smart thing that Shatner did too, because there was a time when, you know, like the eighties, nineties when he was doing Rescue Nine One One where everyone was like, Shatner's a real dick. Like we don't like him, we don't want to work with him. Right. Shatner just leaned into that and almost created the caricature of William Shatner that is him now on Twitter getting in with everybody and he kind of is beloved for that, but Shatner for decades was not in on the joke. Shat and like I still think that he's not fully in the joke. I think he thinks that he's pretty much that awesome. And if you watch old episodes of TJ Hooker, I know that he's not the credited writer of that show, but it's all written to please him. Oh, absolutely. Because you know what really got him going too when Mr. Sulu was on Howard Stern. Yeah. And he would come on and he would rip William Shatner saying of all the people that were on that show. He couldn't get along. He didn't even get along with Leonard Nimoy uh, when he was like on, on Star Trek. He was like kind of like had this. Well, he, he can't get along with Nimoy. I mean. Spock got more fan, fan mail, mail than Captain Kirk. And that Ooh. drove Shatner cra crazy. He did. This is how he's like crazy. And Spock was such a different character. You know what I mean? He was... A, the ears, the whole bit. He's and plus he's Leonard Nimoy. He's a good actor too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Come on. So, but Shatner was like very, so. Uh, Mr. Sulu gets on, and I can't remember uh, George Takei. George Takei gets on Howard Stern and starts going. He's a dick, William Shatner, straight out. And Howard would have George Takei for a whole week, and he would just tell stories about William Shatner, and like he tried to, and, and even Shatner had called in it at one time and tried to like make amends, and he goes, "But you were, but it's true what I'm saying." You were no good on that show. You were ego-driven then. You thought the whole show was about you. You didn't want anything. And he just carried that on for years that way. And then George DeCamp, like I said, he was always on Howard. He's still on Howard Stern a lot. It's amazing. Yeah, I mean, every member of that cast pretty much has a horror story of how awful William Shatner was. Right. Uh, but then there's something weirdly lovable about him now where he kind of... Own that. Well, you know, it is, if, when you're crazy. around for a long period of time, you're you're gonna, it, it's just gonna around. come back, and you don't want to pick on a 90 year old, uh, you know, anymore. Yeah. I just want to switch from that to Mikey and the National Hockey League. Now, Melissa, you talked about it uh, a couple of weeks ago that Green My Day voice. is now, you know, big with the NHL. They also signed now a big deal with ESPN, the NHL. Yes. Seven years. Time. But I want to get into this thing that happened with the, the ref, Mikey, that said that I'm going to call an effing penalty on Nashville. And it was picked up by a, a, like a, a mic on the ice. And now the, the, the ref has been let go. And give me just a little bit of a, Do you know like much more than that or what happened or what the deal was with that? Well, I was. Uh, I did hear about it. I was. Uh, I looked up the ref's name was Tim Peel, and his exact quote. It wasn't supposed to be picked up on the microphones, but some somehow, like some way, they got it. He said uh, on like the call, it wasn't much, but I wanted to call a fucking penalty on Nashville early, and that happened in the second period, like start of it, and immediately the NHL came out and was like, oh well, that's you know. No matter what the context was before or after it, like, it, there should never be anything like that. And he was immediately, like, let go. But I just, the way they were just trying to get ahead of it, I feel like early, just letting him go. But I feel like it's something that's just got caught that was known that wasn't known. You know, watching sports, nobody's really stupid. You see when they make a makeup call. Or when, and that's basically what Absolutely. it was. Do I think I don't know if I think the guy necessarily deserves to lose his job, but he was called on a mic saying it, so I really like there's no real defense he has against it, and the NHL wanting to keep their. But also the, going with what I was talking about last week or last you know podcast with this about the NHL kind of not being in the spotlight. I feel like they're very 
kind of lucky in this sense when they're not in the spotlight because nobody really necessarily cares. Like, I saw, like, posts about it or something, but there wasn't a huge pushback. But I feel like if this was in especially, like, a football game, the mm-hmm. whole league would be, condu- all your refs need to be retrained or reconducted or are the games fixed or is the, you know, can we really take this game seriously or this call or that but the nhl is lucky to fly into the radar sometimes well that's two things about it one as long as you've watched sports you know in any sport they call a holding penalty to make up for one they might have missed or this and in hockey they always said oh they're going to make that up or they're going to give an extra two minutes if there's a fighting you know whatever but I, i think you touched on the bigger picture with gambling now so prevalent in sports where it's legalized now for any impropriety or anything that may be said, you're going to be under the microscope now because yeah. there's so much money to be. I mean, it's you can go to the games and bet on when you can when everything is wide open. You can bet on games as they're being played, and that's why you're going to see even in in the National Football League maybe another standalone game on another night so you can bet yep. and concentrate and spend all that money. So anything, and that could have just been an innocent thing because yeah. even I think the second ref said, "Yeah," like he's picked up saying, "Yeah, we got a call." Now the game could have been getting too chippy, as they say. Mm-hmm. They could have been, you know, sticks high, whatever. So I'm going to call a penalty on them. Let's calm it down. Let's wait the two minutes or whatever. But let's say people could be thinking: first of all, if you're betting on hockey, you know, you're really you like to gamble then. But if you call a five-minute or a ten-minute major you give to somebody or a, where that player can't come back on the ice and two or three goals are scored during that major penalty, it could change the whole, obviously could change the whole outcome. But it could happen in any sport. It could happen in football, like you said. You know, touchdown, oh, wait a minute, they were off sides, got to, you know, had to do it, you know. It, if you really, put that in there, because touching like on what you were saying, yeah, I mean the guy said it. He was caught with it. He gets fired. But you know, there's two refs, two linesmen. He's talking to people that nobody objected. Nobody said anything. It's no. a typical makeup call. But like you said, with the betting on any single individual game now, even though it was it was Nashville Predators versus the Detroit Red Wings, and the Red Wings are like the worst team right. in the league. Right, and I think Nashville ended up winning the game anyway. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, they end up winning. So the, it really didn't matter, but because of that, they can always go back to, oh, I bet on this game, and now it's illegitimate. I yeah. want my money back. That's what right. it comes down but, right. to. Also, too, you know, it's, it's, it's the audio confirmation of something that we all know. Because, how right. I mean, every time I'd watch uh, Rangers you know, Pittsburgh game, I would be like, well, that's a bullshit call. Even though, I mean, there's my own implicit bias right, and stuff. But, but the other side of that is they may try to make up for that bullshit call. Right, Like exactly. saying, oh, geez, that wasn't really tripping, but I, I might have missed it, so I got to give them a fair shot maybe in that same period or early in the first or third, depending on when the penalty happened. I got to do it. And let me say this. Hockey uh, officiating has got to be one of the hardest things to officiate a you're following a puck on the ice you're skating yourself you're skating backwards you have to be competent with all that so it's a stressful tough job you're gonna miss yeah, it was a barbaric sport yeah that's absolutely a, that's a hot like so like sometimes it, and you run into this with football like you call holding on a lot of plays right, right. like that's always the thing that there's holding on basically every play you could you, so that that there's there's some liberties that need to be taken and how you do it but in a sport like hockey where it's a very vicious sports some of those particularly hitting against the board some of those, those there's a there's a gray area there where some are some aren't so yep. it, it's it's you know it, it can be tough to to discern but what is let's face it if there's a penalty called against your team you, you oh they favor the other team yep. right away that's it so there's always going to be half the people that bet on one team or half the people on the other team are going to be upset unless you're picking the you know the, the, the combined score. But other than that, you're like, wait a minute, that I got ripped on that or our team got ripped on that. There's always that little question or the refs always like the Cowboys more or they like this team more. They don't call it on this team. They love Brady, so they like if somebody touches Brady, oh that's a 15 we'll yard or whatever. Title game. You know, and I'm, you know, I think refs have a tough job in any right. any sport. But the Packers made a stop on third down. A very late pass interference comes in that gives the Buccaneers a first down. Now, right. if if that pass interference didn't happen, that play wasn't called. 
the Green Bay Packers get the ball back and Aaron Rodgers has some right. time to, to march the, the Packers down the field to maybe take them to the Super Bowl. Yep. yep. Um, and, and, of course, there's always that belief that, well, the NFL's in the pocket a ton. They, they want Tom oh, Brady. Oh, of course, because Brady's big ratings and he equals, you know, whatever. And, look, that's, that happened. You can look at any sport, any time two teams get out there, somebody's going to say, we got robbed at the end of it, unless it's a blowout. Right. Other than that, well, one play could make a difference – that's the thing they're going to look at. And this being caught on Mike yeah. is the biggest thing. That, yeah, I don't think it, it leads to a greater issue with the hockey. It's just right. he was caught on because Mike. Because I've watched a thousand hockey games and say, oh, there's a makeup there. That was nothing. But we're going to, you know, that's what they do. And that's what they'll do in sport. They just. I mean, we'll never forget that the total call that I'll never understand the uh, goalie interference call in the uh, Rangers. Uh, um, what do you call it? Kings it? game. Where they uh, they either was it, they disallowed the goal at the range? No, they they yeah they disallowed the Rangers' goal because they said that they had tampered with the goal. Yep. Where it's you that didn't happen. I will die on that hill right. forever. Like, that that didn't happen without like my just like in front of me. I think it was like Game Three of the Stanley Cup yeah. Finals, which yeah. then that would have led the Rangers to then win. But obviously the goal was disallowed. The Kings won, and then the series was series turned, four yeah. to one. I mean, eventually it landed four games to one. The Kings beat the Rangers. Now, if the Rangers had that game, the it could have went one series. Yeah, yeah. The right. won momentum, that and they that's it. Four. And they could have went back because the Kings had the home you know advantage. They would have went back to MSG. It could have been a yeah. whole different series. But that was reviewed, right? Was that, that a review? That was reviewed. Call? That that one. So yeah, let's say they had it in the press box and going. Oh fuck that! That's yeah. not you know what I mean. That, yeah. you know, I got to get a makeup call. That would have been like earth shattering. Yes. But yeah. here it is, just a penalty in a game in the second period or whatever it was. But this guy now, and he was going to retire at the end of this year. He's been doing this for nineteen years. The guy. That name is familiar. I've yeah. Never that, yeah. like never like a, a like a, a cloud over this guy, and all yeah. of a sudden, boom, we're, we're, we're you know. But yeah, I just again, it's unfortunate for him probably it because is. he had to get. The, the short end of the stick. This happens everywhere. Yeah. I want to I want to end the, the show on this with with legacy or, or how legacy can be changed in a, in, a, in a second or two. There was a trade that was made by the, the 49ers. They moved up in the draft, and I won't get into the whole thing because we're going to do our draft shows, and I know Melissa's going to be all pumped up for that when we do our cornerback draft. You're all <laughs> over that. I just can't wait for the combine. Yeah, well, there <laughs> is no combine, so you don't have to worry uh, about it this year because of the pandemic. But so the 49ers move up to number three in the draft. To get a quarterback is basically what I'm thinking. But, Steven, yeah. Garoppolo mm-hmm. makes one play in the Super Bowl mm-hmm. against the Chiefs. Yep. Does this trade even happen? Does the, does Garoppolo's – look at how his it's, standing would be in football if he won the Super Bowl rather than I they know. lose. Well, you know what's interesting – I think of another quarterback who I think his fate is, I think comparably they're about the same in their skill set. So many things about them are similar. He was in the Super Bowl the year before, and he's on a different team now too. Jared Goff. You're right, right. Let's think of it like, so he, there's a play in the end zone, and that's the Super Bowl the year before, right? Where there's a pass in there. There's a play. It was either an intercept. I forget what it was, but if 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 the ball bounces about an inch the other way, it's a touchdown for Brandon Cooks. Right. And the Rams might win that game. Right. And Jared Goff and and Jimmy Garoppolo, he's got Emmanuel Sanders on a post route that could have iced the Super Bowl for the for the 49ers. 49ers. Correct. The way we do it in football is it's very black and white. You're a quarterback. You win a Super Bowl. You get the contract. If you're not we have to move on. Right. And I think if both those things happen for Goff, for Garoppolo, where Cooks comes down with it, where right. Sanders comes down with it, both those – Goff is still the quarterback of the Niners. Garoppolo, there's no question. Brady's got one less Super Bowl. Brady's got one less Super Bowl. Right. And Mahomes is 0-2 in a Super – is 0-2 Correct. in Super Bowls now. Look at how the legacy would change. Now, you know, Mahomes goes in. He's won, you know, he's won his Super Bowl. He's going against the GOAT. Now he's one and one, which okay, you lost to Brady, it's no big deal. But Garoppolo, that was his shining yep. moment he had there. And how but like how fame is so close that you can have it, be there, be like a Super Bowl quarterback. He's a good looking dude too. Look you could just see the commercials that be flying if if you know like he'd be probably the third guy on the State Farm commercials with yep. Rogers and 
and, and, and Mahomes at this point. But it's so close and, and he's like getting a role in a, a picture that, oh, I didn't get that role. Now my career's gone this way. Where if Garoppolo wins the Super Bowl, he's looked at totally different. It's unfair. I mean, look, the thing with the quarterback position, it's like the thing with Garoppolo and Goff, they're both very good quarterbacks. They're both good to very good. Right. They're not in that 100% top five. Right. Mahomes, Watson, Wilson, you know, they're not Rogers, one of those. Yeah, Rogers. Ray, yeah, right. They're right. not that. Right. But can they be 6 to 12 in that range? Right. Yes. Is that good enough? To justify the money, top of market, and that's the question. Right, they're just short. Matt Ryan, I'd put in that yep, group. Yep, like Matt Ryan beats Brady. It's a totally different conversation. Totally different. Totally Joe different. Flacco wins that one Super Bowl right. against the Niners years ago. Yep, and he got the contract, and he stayed in Baltimore probably well past when it was time for him. Correct, but how do you get rid of a guy that's won a Super that's Bowl? The thing. That's and just it, it. Becomes just much easier. Same quarterback, same guys. Same just thing. Just one different thing happens for them, and it's a totally different thing. And that's thing. it. It's, but it's just that, that lucky break. Like we talk about even in movies or like in acting. It's true. Oh, if I only got that role, if I didn't turn it down, or if I'd gotten that role, I'm this actor now. I made the mistake of, of not doing it, which could have led to so much stuff. This guy misses one pass, or even if they got a couple of more first downs in that fourth quarter, Kansas City doesn't get the chance to win a Super Bowl and come from behind. And his legacy's different. And he's doing the commercials. And he's doing all the ads. And he's on the cover of all the different magazines. Now he's like, well, now where am I going to go? Do I have my job in San Francisco? Am I going to go back to the Patriots now? What, what's going to happen to me? Where that one play that can define you, and he may never get back to the Super Bowl. You never know. And you had that one chance of, of greatness. Well, from an outsider's perspective, it seems like the – quarterback on a football team is different than almost any other position in any other sport because you in one way have to like everything relies upon you right to make basically i mean like you're not uh, obviously in charge of the defense i guess but like every like all the blame or all the adulation comes to you right but if a guy bumbles a pass or like if you late like so I watched the um, the Super Bowl this year, and I knew nothing. I actually had to text Steven. Like, like, it seemed like that guy Mahomes was doing everything, and right. everyone around him did nothing. Like right, they, right. I, I mean, but that's but the, the thing is to your point, right? And the difference between Mahomes and Garoppolo, a layman can watch Mahomes and see his greatness, and you know, you, you no matter what, even if the Chiefs lost that second, you're not letting go of Mahomes because no. you know you no. have something God, so special. He, with like him. he was running the ball even because that, yeah. even in that yeah. Super Bowl where he's making people miss, there's that one where he's. On, he's right. parallel to the ground. He puts it up. It lands in the receiver's hands, and the guy and drops, drops it. it. Yep. Garoppolo is not in right. that group. He's but, just he's not Mahomes, not Watson, Wilson, Rogers. Now to play like devil's advocate though on legacy, do you think that Jimmy G only got that spot because he was Tom Brady's backup for so long, and they're like, oh, maybe some of his greatness rubbed off on him. Let's give him a starting position. I'm saying, like, almost in the sense of, like, legacy, did that probably help him in the sense that he was Tom Brady's backup? He's going he's gonna to get the start in the 49ers because Tom Brady's mentoring him. He's got to be good. Well, or he's going to get another shot in the league because he worked for Tom Brady. For what? Like, wasn't he his backup for, like, seven his, to... No, he was his backup for, like, two or three years. Two or three oh, years. I, I thought it was But he longer. played, like, in seven games, and it was, like, a five and two as a starter, then he got hurt. Yeah. But the thing with Garoppolo is... He was on a win. You're right. In a way, he's on a winning franchise. He got traded for a second round pick they gave him to, to San Francisco. He's got that going with him. But in this day and age, they pay and they paid him big money. He made a nice, nice contract. I'm not saying that, but there it comes to okay. I've got my money. I'm good. But now I've got a chance to be mentioned as a Super Bowl winning quarterback because. When you That's pass away and you've won, they're going to say the first thing is going to be on your, you know, your obituary is Super Bowl winning quarterback so and so passed away. But that's that legacy you're going to have with that, where you only get so many chances to win that game. Now to where, that point, would they say Super Bowl winning, let's say tight end? 
No, no quarterbacks it, it, always no, get. It, it's always it, that right. At least, and this is me being like not a huge football fan, but it's always quarterbacks. It's Super Bowl winner, so and so pass away. For anybody else, it's Hall of Famer. <laughs> it's like that. It's like if right. you're a Hall of Fame tight end, Hall of Fame like you know bet like that. If you're a great defensive end, you're not going to be not in the Hall of Fame because you didn't you didn't win a Super Bowl. There, there, there's quarterbacks who are good quarterbacks that might, and I love Eli Manning. Right. He was a good. He was. He, if Eli Manning were in the league today, he'd be in that Jared Goff, right. Jimmy Garoppolo, good quarterback, good, solid great, quarterback. Yeah. But clearly he can a, win a Super Bowl, but not not somebody who's not. He's not top. Never was top five. Right. Eli Manning will get into the Hall of Fame because he has two Super Bowl breaks. And, and two I Super love Bowl like two Super Bowl MVPs. Let's be honest. Melissa's not a, a football. You know, she doesn't watch She's football not. or whatever. I watch it religiously. But she'll know, like, you see the commercials, you know what Patrick Mahomes looks like because he's the quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs and he's with, he's with Aaron Rodgers and Jake from State Farm. So he's like, you know, he's out there. He's more out there. You know what Tom Brady looks I mean, you know Tom Brady because he's the one that did Deflate Gate. That's Tom Brady. Okay, okay, that's what, yeah. Then right. I definitely know Tom right. Brady. Right, so you know Ted. <laughs> yeah. He was in yeah. Ted, so yeah. you and know, like, so you have an idea. Mm-hmm. The quarterback. It's not like the defensive end is the guy doing a lot of commercials at the end of the, you know, at the Super Bowl if he's Unless had a great Super Bowl. Unless you're Michael Strahan, and you're on. Every Unless you're Strahan, correct? See that guy, I know. But I Michael Strahan, you know why you know him too? Because he played for the New York Giants. That helps playing in New York, and plus he had that talent. So I get it. He's excellent on TV, by the way. He's he's natural. He's very you know. He has the career that Tiki Barber was supposed to have. You remember Tiki Absolutely. Barber was supposed to be the guy? He Tiki was Barber to was supposed show. to be on NBC. You know, he was going to do the Today Show. He was going to do all these things. And then... Wasn't Michael Strand and Magic Mike too? Also, that's, I believe so. Yeah. so funny. Magic Mike double X. Yeah. yeah. I did have a William the Refrigerator Perry G.I. Joe action. <laughs> you can't beat I mean, that. But, but William the Refrigerator Perry was on a Super Bowl winning team. Yes. Right? I believe so. he did the Super Bowl shuffle. He was part of the Super yeah, Bowl shuffle. That is correct. Hey. That is correct. 15 but, and 1 Bears. But basically what I'm just saying is fame is so close to getting it. And as a quarterback, it, it's such it, – to win a Super Bowl, to have that with you. Like Dan Marino, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, got to one Super Bowl, never won a Super Bowl, never got back to the Super Bowl. If he had just that one, he'd be even greater than people think he is already. Now, Garoppolo was no Dan Marino, but he could always say, hey, I won a Super Bowl. And to your point, too, uh, Dan Marino definitely, like, he didn't lose them the game either, but he still will right. never get that. But like you said, the quarterback will get all the blame or all That's the That's why, though, when you look at the salaries now, when Dak Prescott's going to make, what, $45 million this year? He's mm-hmm. getting paid more than Aaron Rodgers is getting paid. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, you look at the money that's thrown around, too, and that's, that's the bigger picture. But Garoppolo's made good money already. Mm-hmm. I mean, he makes like $24, 25000000 million, which is nothing to sneeze at. But when you're looking at, hey, I want a Super Bowl, you're going to try to trade me or get rid of me? Teams will be all over that. Right. Well, the, the, the overall point is, right, if he just puts a yard and a half, whatever that is, off that pass and, and Emmanuel Sanders catches it and walks right. into the end zone, right. we're not having this conversation. Everything else is the same. Let's right. say he gets hurt the following year. He, mm-hmm. It's a down season. He's still clearly not an elite quarterback. Right. But what are we saying then, too, uh, uh, about Mahomes? He's 0-2 in Super That's Bowl. That's right. You, then you say he can't win the big one. Right. How great yeah, is he? Because like they're saying about Lamar show. Jackson, right? Lamar Jackson's yeah, a great quarterback, and they're saying that he can't win. But Mahomes, if things had broken differently, he's 0-2, and they're like, he's not doing Jake from State Farm. He's Wasn't not doing... A- wasn't that like an argument that followed Peyton Manning a while because he only won yep. the one Super Bowl? He's right. good, but he can't win a clutch game. That's right. like the thing. He's great. He was, he'll be the passing leader in the in the you know league. He'll throw the most throw like throwing yards. The Patriots touchdowns. was was his kryptonite. He yeah. couldn't get past. He got him through by once, but the Patriots and Brady always took out Eli Manning. So it was always who would you rather have, Brady or Manning? Manning's a great you know regular season whatever and the longevity almost, of Brady just to. To think of because right. there, there was that thing in New England where Garoppolo was going to be the that there was almost a there was a power struggle in the Patriots that Garoppolo was going to take was going to take over for Brady and there was a time where Brady went to Kraft and said it's him or me I you know and get rid of this guy now and Belichick wanted Garoppolo right right Kraft came down and said you're getting rid of Garoppolo because I want I'm loyal to Brady yep yep. 
and because he was supposed to be the heir apparent, and people thought Brady was too old. And I guess Brady doesn't age. I, you know, no, that's amazing. He signed the four-year deal, even it's though it's insane. more heavy. For when the you look one at year. that, I mean, just imagine you're forty something, forty-five years old playing this game, uh, football. It's crazy, but. But I'm just saying, like, how fame is. I mean, like, Brady couldn't have gotten away with doing what he's doing either if he hadn't won Super Bowls. You know what I mean? If he had been like, hey, I'm still good. I'm still in the top ten. But, he didn't but Tom, a, you've only won, like, you know. Even Brady, he won six before right. this year. Yeah. Because of his age, it wasn't like, he, there was a pretty slim market for Brady because they thought he was done. Right. They thought right. it was over for him. And to do it, I mean, I... I it's insane. It really is. For Brady, it is insane. I can't even comprehend that how he's long won the career's been. In two different times, though, too. You know what I mean? You look at it. He's won in his 40s. He's won three. And before that, he's won three. You know what I mean? He's won three Super Bowls in his 40s. 40s. That's just an incredible... To play football at four. And he yeah, said, no, I'm going to play football until I'm 45 and, and 46 or whatever it's going to be. But he went to a perfect... It was a perfect storm, oh, I mean, though. He, got very, he went to a team oh, yeah. that had a great defense. He went to a, a, a An team that genius coach and, established and and uh, Byron Leftwich too was coordinator. Yes, and he yes. he went to a place where it hadn't won, and he said, "You know what? Follow me to freedom, and I'm going to get you guys." He also got a, a few super. of his friends to come by. He, he got, got Gronk came out. Gronk came out. Yeah. He, he got Antonio Brown. He got Leonard Fournette. But the thing is, one guy can change a culture when you're that good because who's going to go against? When you've already won six, know. you know what I mean, and that's the same thing. With like I'm saying with Garoppolo, if had he won one, they wouldn't be making. Well, we got to get rid of Garoppolo and now. That's it. We got to move on. If he made the pass, it's totally different. But it's just how fleeting fame could be. And I'm not saying he's not going to win a Super Bowl at one time, Garoppolo. I'm not saying that's not going to happen or it could happen or might. But Imagine this trade he goes doesn't to deal. New England. Imagine right. That New could England. be. And if New England, Tampa Bay in the Super Bowl. Right. You you that's might say it. that that. Bow Wow was a Garoppolo level. We could go always. Rapper. It always goes and, back and, to Bow Wow. And and Drake is that is is your would, would be the the Brady level. Drake Correct. just continues to be Correct. on the charts. These are two things I'm completely comfortable with. And since we've gone complete Canadian uh, rap, and since we've just kind of made that complete football. circle here, circle. I think it's time to uh, wrap it up. So thank you guys for this. It's been another great uh, great podcast. Stephen, happy Passover to the families. Thank you very much. Thank when, you. Uh, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Thank you. Sounds good. Beautiful. Craig T. Nelson. Craig T. Nelson. <laughs> T. Nelson. <laughs>